And now, your all-star loan lineup from Grove Financial. Leading off, vehicle loans. Batting second, Grove Visa Credit Card. Third, Grove Student Loans. And batting cleanup, the big guy, Home Loans. Holy cow, it's a grand slam from Grove Financial. Just look at those low rates. Apply today at GroveFinancial.org. Grove Financial Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and an equal housing lender. It's time for Legally Steal with your host, S.E. Day. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in again for another edition of SE's Tip of the Day. Uh, Today is October the 5th, in the middle of your work week, work day. Um, We've been talking about debt. Debt, and we started the week off with debt, and we're going to culminate the end of the week with having some specialists on to talk about debt. Now, some time ago, I um, I had a young lady on on the show, and she's the author of the best-selling book, How to Survive Your Financial Crisis. And we've been talking about this very issue of debt, and one of her things that she really honed in on was loan modifications and reverse mortgages or mortgage modifications, if you will. And debt... Uh, as 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 described by the Federal Reserve, has been on the rise personal consumer debt for a number of years, uh, with credit cards leading the way. Now it's funny how they do how they do their statistics, because they will look and say, well, here is credit card debt which is considered revolving debt. And then you have your mortgage, your car loans, and your student loans. Well, that's considered installments. So the numbers are a little skewed in the way that they present them. I want you to look at your total debt. I think we talked about uh, checking out the blog, the Legally Steal Show blog, and we had a debt calculator on it. And on that calculator, you could actually pull up or put in your information to see what your overall debt was, the amount of money interest-wise that would be paid or owed on that debt, as well as the number of years that it would take to pay that debt off. Well, the tip of the day here is this. When, when does your debt surmount to you can't pay for it or you need to file bankruptcy. Now, most people will tell you, you know, yes, you file bankruptcy, it's going to go on your credit report. Yes, of course it is, in seven to ten years. It's going to go on your credit report. But let's talk about the bankruptcies that are at your disposal. Well, you have your debt consolidation, which is your Chapter 13, or you have your, I'm sorry, Chapter 11, Chapter 13, 13 or 11. Maybe I didn't do my homework. One of them is debt consolidation, and one of them is for business, uh, businesses to file. Chapter chapter 11, yes, yeah, chapter 11, business protection, uh, bankruptcy protection from the courts. But it's chapter 13 on personal debt, debt consolidation. 
And then you have that dreaded chapter 7. Chapter 7, that's debt elimination. Well, here's my here's my question. If you're going to file bankruptcy, why not go all the way? Of course, I'm not an attorney. I'm not a bankruptcy attorney, and I'll get a bankruptcy attorney on here one day, and we'll talk about this. Matter of fact, maybe this weekend I'll extend the show a little bit longer, and we can have a bankruptcy attorney. I know a few that I can call and have on the airways for me. But if you're going to file bankruptcy, why don't you file file it all the way? Why would you hold on to some of the debt and file bankruptcy against other parts of the debt? Well, as I as I will ask that question, there are many, many reasons why an individual may hold on to some of the debt instead of filing bankruptcy against it. Let's say, for instance, um, you have an account with the credit union. Credit unions are more cons- community-based. They take care of their members. And I've talked with um, CEOs of credit unions, and they've said we've had people that yeah they filed a Chapter Seven, but they didn't file it against the bankrupt uh, against the credit union because they wanted to keep their account with the credit union because they had such a good relationship and they didn't want to burn that up by sticking that into a Chapter Seven debt elimination. Um, the other reason is you may have let's say you had a car loan that you're paying your car like clockwork and you need your car to go to work or you need your car to live. So you may file that bankruptcy against your credit card debt, that revolving debt, instead of your installment debt. Um, so, yes, there are, there are reasons why, also with a mortgage, there are reasons why a person would, would not file a Chapter 7 against everything. But sometimes when you file for bankruptcy and you get an attorney, of course the attorney is going to recommend that you file Chapter 13. That's the debt consolidation. And in filing the Chapter 13, because your attorney is going to be representing your bankruptcy against the um, the bankruptcy courts and the court administrator, then he's going to be getting paid as you pay your bill, as you pay your your monthly amount that's going to be a consolidated debt under the Chapter 13. The attorney is going to be making money on top of that. So some are going to tell you to file that. Others will tell you, listen, you have more debt than you have income, and your debt is not going to go away, and looks as it appears that your income is not going to rise. So the best thing to do is file a Chapter 7, debt elimination. Well, if you file a Chapter 7, it's going to stay on your credit report 7 to 10 years, 7 years customarily, and then it will fall off. Um, if you file a Chapter 13, now here's where it gets tricky. The Chapter 13 is going to stay on your credit report. Let's say it takes you four years to pay off that debt consolidation. Well, it's going to stay on there those four years that it's active, and then it goes from your date of last activity. So if you pay it off, say, June, this is 2011, June 2015, it's going to stay on your credit report until July of 2022, July of 2022, versus the Chapter 7 stand on your credit report. If you filed it now and it actually goes to the courts, 
you file it now, it'll come off of your credit report in 2018, um, November of 2018. Okay. Well, here's the thing that a lot of people don't know about Chapter 7s. Because you cannot file another Chapter 7, here's a tip, dealing with your debt. Because you cannot file another Chapter 7 for another seven years, okay, as long as it's on your report, you can't file it, for another seven years, lenders will usually open their books to you. Yes, you're going to have a higher interest rate, but I've seen people where their bankruptcy was discharged um, on this day, and two weeks later, they got their discharge letter. They went and bought a brand-new vehicle. Yes, they paid a higher interest rate, but they bought a brand-new vehicle. Where under your debt consolidation, remember, I'm not a lawyer. These, this is my research, things that I've, I've discovered and uncovered. But under Chapter 13, if you go and you, let's say you need a vehicle, then you have to get a, an approval from the court administrator, from the bankruptcy court, allowing you to buy a vehicle because that vehicle that you buy, you, it, you can only spend so much money on it, and it has to fall within, your, within a certain ratio. So your debt-to-income ratio can't be too out of whack. You have to get permission for that. So my question to you is, if you have an opportunity, if your debt is weighing you down and you can't get rid of it, why would you file a Chapter 13? Why not file a Chapter 7? Be done with it. Falls off your credit report in seven years, and as soon as you get your discharge letter, you can go out and start buying again. Now, that's not to say that you want to put yourself in bad favor with people. Because true to life form, let's say you have a Discover card or a Visa MasterCard, American Express. Even though you file bankruptcy against those card holders or card producers, card issuers, you can't turn around and go back to them and say, well, you know, I filed Chapter 7, so I'm done with that. Can I get another credit card? No, because you haven't paid off that debt. That debt was discharged. So, no, they're not going to turn around and give you another one. But there are, there are cases where if you, like I said, with the car incident, person didn't have a car, had not had a car, and they filed a Chapter 7, they turned, and as soon as that bankruptcy was discharged, they went and bought a new car. So the thing is with your debt, always seek legal counseling. Unless you know what you're doing, always seek legal counseling. And I can tell you, most people don't have a clue of what they're doing when it comes to filing a bankruptcy or understanding what their debt is doing to them. Debt causes a lot of things. I mean, we could take this into a number of situations. We could go into stress-related illnesses because of debt. We could go into broken homes because of debt. Um, of course, divorces because of debt. Debt is a debt to me is like high blood pressure. Debt is a silent, silent, silent killer. It's there. If you don't address it, it doesn't go away. It only gets worse. But it will kill you. It will destroy everything that you know. So please start to manage your debt. Start to put some things in perspective. There are companies out there. Tomorrow's tip, we're going to be talking about debt consolidation companies. Okay? What is the benefit behind a debt consolidation company, and is it something that you can do yourself? So we're going to talk on that tip. 
I want to give you some pointers of things that you can look out for and things that you can do to make your situation better. Once you get handle, get a handle on your debt, your life feels better. Everything around you feels better. You're not, you know, there are people that, I mean, when they, when they hold debt, when the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac thing hit the scene, there were people that were making, listen to me, making a million dollars a year. One guy was making a million dollars a year, but he was in $3 million worth of debt. And what did he end up doing? While his wife and children are upstairs, he goes into the basement, ties a rope around his neck, and jumps from one of the um, the rafters, the floor beams. This is what debt can do to you. It was so bad in the 30s, people were jumping out of buildings because of debt. Don't let debt ruin your life. Do not let debt ruin your life. Get a handle on your debt today. There are some real simple tricks that you can use to start paying down your debt. And one one simple thing that you can use, and keep this in mind, to start paying down your debt is called disposable income. What is disposable income? Look it up. Look it up, and you'll see how much money that you are blowing in places that you could be using otherwise to pay down your debt. So keeping it real, I'll be back with you tomorrow. We're going to be talking about debt consolidation companies and if these companies are the best alternative for you. So always, always on the Legally Steal Show, I'm bringing you issues that matter most to your wallet, and I will listen to you tomorrow. Hey, Tampa Bay, this is S.C. Day, your host of the Legally Steal Show, Tampa Bay's newest and hottest consumer talk radio show. Tune in to us weekly, Saturdays at 3 p.m., where we're going to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet. We'll discuss issues like taxes, finances, home loans, and my favorite, vehicles. Tune in Saturdays, 3 p.m. We'll make sure you get the information you need to bring you issues that matter most to your wallet.